Well, welcome back, everyone. Um, you are watching Have You Heard or listening to Have You Heard as well. Um, I'm joined today by the wonderful Amber, who is our paid social director. For those of you who haven't met me before, I'm Joey. Uh, I'm paid media director here at The Social Shepherd. What are we talking about today? Today, we're going to talk about how we can utilize brand in performance marketing to feed into our full funnel strategy. Nice. Um, I think, you know, many of the listeners, viewers will have heard us talking about full funnel strategies before. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the main thing and probably the easiest thing to to kick off with is what's the difference between brand and performance marketing? Yeah, definitely. So I think obviously I'm sure a lot of uh, performance marketers will be listening and we have obviously a full paid team of performance marketers. So our kind of initial instinct is to kind of go forward with any client and create a performance driven uh, strategy, which basically means that we are optimizing towards the end goal for whatever client it is. So for example, in e-commerce, that would be a sale of a product online or in store. And then you've got, so your holiday um, retailers, which are hoping to sell holidays. And then you've got kind of more lead gen clients that would possibly be in the education sector that are looking to um, make a person download a PDF. So there's different end goals depending on the industry and the client that you're working with. But the performance marketing strategy involves us putting together a strategy to complete that end goal for the for the client. So I think certainly from a performance marketing side is very much more kind of product or service focused, obviously, yeah. depending on which which avenue and, and type of um, type of business you're trying to promote. Um, but from from that side of things, you know, the type of content and the creative that we're pushing from that perspective, obviously, mostly can be feed led, mm-hmm. um, yeah. certainly if you're an e-commerce business. Um, but outside of that, it is really trying to get someone to convert at the end of the day so you really just give and sell that offering to the consumer um which again is slightly different from the brand marketing side of things because as it says on the tin you're trying to market the brand yes exactly and i think this really comes into importance when you're dealing with a lesser known uh brand or client within the the space that they are um so we often get kind of smaller clients that are really looking to make themselves a brand name they want to raise awareness of the product or service that they sell um and also the story behind the brand um and i think that's that's where brand marketing comes into play we're we're looking to teach people um and tell the story of these brands sure so i think um again you guys listening will have probably heard us talking about our top, middle, bottom of the funnel strategy before. Um, but typically we use that strategy within our performance marketing side of things. So that's very much more conversion focused. Um, and when we talk about top of the funnel in that instance, on the grand scheme of things in the whole marketing landscape, it's not really top of the funnel. Yeah. There's so much more above that that you exactly. can tap into. Um, so I think typically with that top of the funnel activity that we have within our performance marketing funnel, we're only able to reach, uh, you know, around 30% of the audiences that we're trying to to kind of tap into at that stage. If you're then wanting to kind of reach higher than that, then you kind of really have to breach into that brand funnel. And then we're looking at different campaign objectives across paid social. And also actually when you're you're looking at it from a Google perspective as well, you know, you're looking at YouTube and, you know, you're looking at display discovery type campaigns to try and reach reach those uh, 
wider audiences. Yeah, definitely. Like, as you mentioned, it's where different optimizations really come in into their own. Um, so you've got kind of brand awareness, reach objective. So the aim is to get your brand in front of as many eyes as possible um, with the hope that they're going to recall that ad and recall that brand. Um, you've also got engagement um, optimization. So um, they help to kind of especially if you've got real strong video within it. So getting people to watch more of your video, you're going to kind of, you're likely to build up that ad recognition, brand recognition. Um, and also it's where multiple platforms come into play as well. So especially with paid social, I think a lot of performance marketers use Meta as their bread and butter. Um, as we know, it creates really good revenue on a last basis. Um, but there are other channels that have really really good reach potential and they're often cheaper than meta as well so brand uh, platforms sorry like pinterest and tiktok um which typically have very cheap cpm so it means you can get really affordable reach um that is comparatively less than the meta and you can really branch into the, you know, the, the programmatic space as well, you know, looking at DV360 um, and, you know, even creeping into the, you know, the realms of digital out of home as well, like yeah. really for that wider brand piece. Um, so I guess my next question is, at what point do you think clients should start introducing brand marketing in their strategy? Mm -hmm. Would that maybe be from the start or would you say that we need to introduce it further down the line? Yeah. So I think it very much depends on the brand itself. So how well known is that brand? Um, so that will depend on the kind of percentage that you would weight towards your brand um, optimized campaigns. But as a standard, you should always have a little bit of spend going towards your brand marketing. However, when you come into your peak season, so we're fast approaching uh, the dreaded Black Friday and Christmas period, um, that is obviously one of the busy busiest um, times of year for many of our clients. During that time period, you want to be focused on your conversions. Um, it's when a lot of clients can make the majority of their sales in a very short period of time. But if we're looking at now, if you've not done brand marketing before, this pre-Black Friday season is a really crucial time to be building those um, audiences so you can retarget them um, in our peak season um, and really kind of build up those audiences. So like you mentioned, we're only kind of, we're maxing out around 30% if we're just doing conversion activity. So you can reach that other 70% if you branch out into those um, those other optimizations during this period. Yeah, for sure. We, we do quite a lot of close work with Pinterest as well. And yeah. The type of pin, uh, platform that Pinterest is very, you know, inspiration led. So actually when you're looking at early signals of people searching on Pinterest, that's actually when the intent levels are coming in, exactly. you know, when they're trying to really, really find what they're looking for, for that peak period, really. So we can use all of those intent signals essentially to then start building trends as to when we want to start advertising. And funnily enough, the Christmas trend starts quite a lot earlier than what a lot of, what a lot of people would uh, like to yeah. think so yeah definitely i think on pinterest it was around august time so now people are starting to think about holiday season what they're going to be gifting who they're going to be gifting to um so it's really crucial that you've got that kind of brand awareness live at this time now and thinking ahead to the holiday season so i guess performance you know our end goal is trying to drive sales conversions mm -hmm. and and typically the KPIs that we're looking at on that side of things are you know our CPAs our return on ad spends our click through rates all of that kind of stuff how does that then differ when we're looking at it from a performance marketing uh, sorry a 
brand marketing perspective. Yeah, definitely. And I think this is really important to have the conversation with the client as well. So whilst all those metrics are still important when you're doing brand marketing, um, you've got to be looking at your other, other key metrics. So for example, if we're looking for people to really engage with a brand and learn more about it, and we're using video, the video view through rate, um, so your completion rate on a video is really important. If people are watching up to 15 seconds, which is a long time for people on social media, it's a really good sign that they're engaging with your content and they're learning more about the brand. Um, your cost per engagement. So really kind of hone in on what people are taking action on your ad. Are they saving it? Are they commenting on it? Um, are they saving it for later? All of these key kind of metrics that we maybe overlook when we're talking about performance marketing, they're really important. They come into their own um, when we're talking about the brand awareness. Also CPM, so CPM is really important. And typically when you're going after a new optimization like reach, you will see your CPMs drop massively. So it's much more affordable to reach a mass market. Um, but it's really important that we're making sure we've got wide enough audiences that the CPMs are not going up. Um, and your overall reach as well. When you're trying to get in front of as many eyeballs as possible, you want to make sure that your audiences are big enough um, to reach and you're not saturating any any of your market. Yeah, for sure. And, and realistically, the end goal of that point is, is trying to grow your yeah. brand and the awareness of that brand. I think one of the benchmarks that we try and use is, is actually then bringing that back into the search landscape. Yeah. So looking at search volumes and search trends around your branded terms and branded plus product terms, you know, and that's really a good indicator of how much awareness you've driven based on, yeah. you know, the increases that you're potentially seeing from from that side of things. I think one of the fun things you can do as well, always, uh, you know, if you've been running brand activity for, you know, a period of time is just stick your brand name in, in Google Trends. Yeah. And you can see the graph, hopefully, uh, is going on an upward trend. And, you know, you can then start mapping that to potentially if you were running any big campaigns around any certain periods of the year, you know, whether any spikes in your brand searches. And again, you can use Google Search Console for kind of any more, uh, I guess, uh, granular data that you're trying to look yeah, for um, alongside that. And you've also got, going back to our last podcast, but the measurement tools that you can use as well. So brand lift studies are really, um, really good way to kind of see the success of any brand marketing that you've been running. Um, and like you say, just taking a very holistic approach, taking a step back and looking at overall kind of what you've seen in terms of growth. Nice. So I guess we've, we've spoken about performance marketing in its place. We've spoken about brand marketing in kind of its place. How would you then recommend that they work together? Because uh, yeah. I think we've got a couple of clients that we work with that run both brand and performance marketing funnels. Yeah. Obviously, you don't want to make sure, you know, you're not stepping on each other's toes across yeah. each of those different funnels. How do we approach that? Yeah, definitely. So I think that is one of the... Um beauties of having these different optimizations, especially with Meta, um, there is, so there's gonna be crossover, but it's actually less than you would typically think. So you can be targeting a really wide audience with your reach, uh, reach optimizations, and then you can be targeting a similar audience, but with a conversion optimization. Meta knows that only a certain percentage of those people in your potential wide audiences are going to convert. So they will hone in your audience and make it smaller um, and just target those individuals. When you're looking at reach, it's a much wider audience that you're gonna go after. 
I'm using Meta as an example, but similar um, kind of rules apply for the other uh, channels that we use. Um, but basically that you would use your brand marketing at your top of funnel with your different optimizations. So your reach and engagement, and then you would use your conversion funnel. So which is our typically our conversion funnel, top of funnel, middle of funnel, bottom of funnel, they would all be optimized towards conversions. So although there might be some overlap, the audience overlap is actually minimal. And what studies have found across Meta and Pinterest is that there's a really sweet there's a real good sweet spot when you're using awareness and different optimizations and conversion. When a user is actually hit with both, with different messaging, it actually increases the conversion rate significantly and brings your CPA down. Nice. So good, good tips there for anyone that's wanting to, to run any brand and performance marketing activity together. Cool. Um, I think that's everything I can think of brand and mark brand and performance side of things. Have you got anything else that you want to add? Um, I think the only thing is as well, like work closely with your organic teams. So what your organic team is effectively doing is brand marketing. Um, they don't have pen, but spend behind it, sorry. And they're not kind of looking for that, um, end goal. They are trying to raise awareness of the brand and tell the story of the brand. So you can really work closely with them. And the more that your organic team is doing to raise a wide audience, we can then go and use to retarget during peak seasons and then they can come into our conversion funnel. So really work closely with them, use the content they're producing because it is brand. Um, and yeah, it can, it can really heed like your overall strategy. Nice. Sounds good. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Um, I hope you've enjoyed the topic of conversation today. Um, make sure you like, follow, subscribe on wherever you're watching or listening. Uh, there'll be plenty more content coming out over the next few weeks. Uh, so make sure you stay tuned. Thanks very much.